Hello and welcome to Britpop Banter. My name is Kevin. I'm Leslie. Oh, you're so sick. I'm so poorly. You are. Yeah. 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 So you warned me that you were going to be. Uh... Can't smell or taste anything. Nothing. Okay. I can tell that by the cup of tea you made me. Um. I didn't taste it. <laughs> but you have weird tea. I know, I've got a normal cup of tea. This is not my fancy almond and coconut milk not you gross. usually throw on me. Um, Alright, so we are at episode 21. Uh, this is number 31. We're on dodgy and homegrown, which I'm really excited about. Yay! Uh, oh, come on! Come on! Uh, so Twitter and Facebook, at BritpopBanter and at BritpopBanter at gmail.com. Send us any feedback, uh, questions. And uh, if you like this, leave us a rating. Send us your guilty pleasures. And we've got an Ask Us Anything coming up as well. So any questions, send it through. And our usual disclaimer, all views expressed on this podcast are 100% our own. And while we poke fun at some bands and artists, we appreciate their talent and sacrifice to create these albums. Les, talk to me. What's going on? Why are you not feeling well? I'm not sure. I've just got a sinus thing. Okay. So I feel very lethargic, um, blocked up, Yeah. can't smell or taste, didn't sleep well last night, had like cold sweats... Jeez Louise. Um, but you know. Pathetic? You feel pathetic? I don't feel pathetic. That's because no. that's. Um, I'm not self pitying. <laughs> it's just how it is. But I'm still here. I'm still doing it. You are. And I feel that that's, you know, plowing through. When, it, it and is. it's quite early in the morning. I should probably be sleeping. It's not early in the morning. What is it? It's like, it's 10 o'clock in the... Actually, for you, sure. Feels it, well, felt, because I had to get up early <sighs> when, I'm, when I'm sick. And it's been, um, I need to have some rest. But I, I have a feeling that this episode will cheer me up, because there's a lot of good things to talk about. This episode will definitely cheer us both up. I'm, I'm really excited to talk about this one. If this of... would have been the Reef episode, I probably would have just jumped out of that window. <laughs> if I'm honest. Gee, There's no amount of pseudoephedrine that's getting me through that. <laughs> uh, long pigs last week. What do you think of the long pigs at? Um, we had to stop halfway through to the BBC episode. That, that was good. That was exciting. That was exciting. Um, Very cool. Yeah, I thought it was good. I think people, a couple of comments that people thought maybe it wasn't high enough up. Yeah. The chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's fine where it is. I'm I'm happy with where I'm comfortable. I know what's coming down the line, and I think it fits in quite fairly in terms of the albums that we're about. What's to What's coming cover. down the line, Kev? I'm not telling you. Good. Um, I you know what the, the the episode itself is a bit of a sleeper episode. It's 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 quite quiet on the old download front because I think we've had a couple of big episodes with the Manix and then Oasis and and also Blur, and so this one was a bit quieter. But for the people who like the Long Pigs and who know them really well. Some really good feedback from those guys. How am I going to sing today? Badly, oh, as always. No, that's really sad. Husky. It's not going to be in a good way. No. It's not uh, going to be in like an 0800 number. <laughs> 0898. Maybe I will have to sing for you because I feel all right. Well. Uh, all right. This is our 20th artist episode. Whoa. Oh, pathetic. I know. I know, it's so bad. All right, let me... Let me oh, throw... we're going to have cheese and crackers? I can't taste it. I could have had cheese and crackers. You could have, but... Nothing. No. Right. I'll give you some facts that'll maybe perk you up. Okay. Do you want to take a guess at how long me and you have been talking about Britpop for? Like, in the in our lifetime? No. Just, no. just in this. How long recorded-wise? 
Five months. Jesus. 29 and three quarter hours of me and you talking. 20. Sitting here. It's over and a day. Yeah. So I hope anyone that's been listening to us for that long. You've lost a day of your life. Has been multitasking and doing something else productive. <laughs> You've lost a day of your life listening to us. I can only apologise. And I, we've, you know, in fairness, we've lost a day to each other sitting across this table. But that's fine. You've enjoyed it? Yeah. Okay, good. So have I. All right. So uh, let's talk about some of the facts. Downloads. Uh, still the most downloaded episode. And I, I don't know how. I really don't know how it happened. It's episode six with Pills, Thrills and Bellyache. How does that happen? Because it's a great album. I don't. I just. I just can't believe that is our most downloaded episode yet. It's in, incredible. I mean, be here now is sneaking up, and the Manix is there. But anyway, we are at almost four thousand full streams, right? Boom. Which is unfreaking believable. That is people who have have hit start and gone all the way to the end. So there's people that drop in and out, or maybe you know. End out sometimes I don't listen to the end and I'll exit out of a podcast. That is end to end listens. Four thousand. Mental. Thank you. Twenty five percent of our um, listens are on Spotify. All right, Spotify oh. is growing. Uh, I read a stat um, that Spotify was the most growing app to listen to podcasts. And when we started, it wasn't really there, but it seems to be really growing in momentum as well. Well, it makes sense, right? If you listen to all your music on Spotify, why wouldn't you just have a one-stop shop? Why would you very true. start about and have another one? Yeah, very, very true. Uh, our top locations, so 34% are in the UK, 17% Australia, 14% in the US of A, 8% in Ireland, 6% in Canada. Thoughts See a trend that? there. English-speaking countries. <laughs> Although, funny you mention that, because we've charted in Brazil, Sweden, Taiwan, Denmark, Israel, Thailand, Vietnam, Hong Kong, UK and Ireland, which is extremely tough to get into, and Slovakia. How do they understand a word we're saying? Especially you all bunged up right now. Right now, they wouldn't have a chance. Uh, 75% of our listeners are male. How so many? 75. Oh. We need to do more on the female front. Uh... And 63% fall into our age bracket, which is 35 to 44. That's not a surprise. That's not a surprise, given what we're talking about, right? A couple of highlights. We got interviewed by the BBC, which we talked about. We were on the Oasis podcast, which obviously you're a huge fan for. And we've been invited to do other podcasts as well. So I was on the soundtrack to a live podcast as well. So it's pretty cool stuff that that spun off. We've talked to some artists artists as well, some of the newer ones like uh, Moonlight Parade, Mercury Machine, uh, which we'll talk about today. But some of the other bands, just to, to talk very briefly to like Dodgy, Ultrasound, Blue Tones and Echo Belly, that's, that's cool stuff. Yes. That's really cool. What's your feeling? 20 episodes in? Um, my feeling right now is a sinus <laughs> infection. Uh, Am I going to have to carry this probably. all the way? Uh, my feeling is like I'm surprised that I'm actually very excited about how this has actually gone on week on week. Okay. Um, if I'm honest, I know this is like we're talking about bands of the past. Right? Yeah, okay. Well, they're not of the past, they still exist, but albums of the past. Yeah. But, and that's exciting because we love them. I think one of the things that I'm really loving is the new bands. Yeah. People reaching out to us to talk about their music. Agreed, totally agree. I would never have heard of any of these bands otherwise. Yeah. And that's given me a new love of 
music because yeah. I was getting a little bit downhearted with the crap that's out these days. <laughs> but it's nice to know there's, you know, there still is that other side. And bands living in Australia. Oh yeah. We wouldn't really have as much access to no, those bands in the all. UK. So I feel that's a window to that. But just the fact it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. I really and like I honestly, catching up. What I love about it is we just don't, we just don't take it too seriously, right? No. Let's just all just stop for a moment and remember, we are two people mm-hmm. who are friends, mm-hmm. who had an idea swimming in a pool mm-hmm. after about five beers, and I've mm-hmm. put it into practice. So it's a big tick for that. Yep. We have a laugh doing it. Yep. People enjoy it. Yep. I really don't want to ever get to the point where this becomes too serious and it's like we just have to when everything gets over dramatized and blah 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 no i, I like I the agree. fact that it is, it is what it is we enjoy doing it people enjoy listening to it yeah if people don't think we take it seriously or people don't think this they don't have to listen no true but i don't want to lose the the fact that we are upbeat it's fun yeah I hope people just tune in because they know, yes, they'll get some factual information about yeah. the bands. Yes, they get to relive it. But really, it's just it's just a bit of lighthearted fun. Love it. I think, yeah, absolutely. So, And I really like, you, you nailed it. I like interact the social aspect, obviously, between me and you and us catching up on a weekly basis. But then I like catch, I like our listeners and I like talking to the, to the old bands and, and, you know, some of the guys that we looked up to. And then... Hearing the new bands talk to us and uh, it's, it's just that's what I really like as yeah, well. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, all right, so thank you so much for everyone for your support. We never expected to kind of get this far <laughs> on this. Um, Les, do you remember we talked about superhero movies? Yeah. Did you remember the movie? No. Okay. You said it was Spider Man. You were wrong. Okay, oh, so you t- did the Evanescence, Evanescence song. What did it go like? Bring me. Oh, it's horrible. It's not bad. Bring me to. Oh, this is going to be rough. Oh, it's bad. Daredevil is the movie that Daredevil. was. Daredevil. And is it that was the same in... thing? No. No. And it was in. 2002. Three. Three. Oh, God. Where have you been for the last. Oh, God. I don't even think I watched Daredevil. I just think I knew the song. <laughs> I can tell you right now there is no way I'd watch a movie called Daredevil. <laughs> I could... No. Do you know what Daredevil's about? I was convinced it was Spider-Man because she fell out a window in the video and I'm sure that someone saved her. Mm, I Right. Uh, your top ten, Leslie. The final top ten. Please tell me you've done that. Yes, you have. Okay. <laughs> I'm really trying. Right, Pitchfork. Okay. Top 200 tracks of the 90s. So we'd run down from 50. We're now at the top 10. Oh, God, yeah. 10. <laughs> Weezer. Say it ain't so. Oh, what's that go like? Like that. I don't know. Excellent. So, you, okay. Say it ain't so. No, that's the other band. Uh, nine, Beck. Loser. I'm a loser, baby. Oh, I like that song. Um, Thoughts on Beck? Oh, mixed. Some good songs, but I wouldn't, couldn't tolerate a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably fair to say. Okay. Um, Alea, how do you say her name? Alea, Are You That Somebody? Okay. Yeah. Seven. This no- is the best seven songs Yep. Ever. Seven, Neutral Milk Hotel. 
Holland 1945. <laughs> so I had to listen to that. Is it, wait, Neutral Milk Hotel. Hotel is the name of the band. Mm-hmm. How was it? Uh, I wish it was in Holland 1945. <laughs> uh, number six. Right. My Bloody Valentine, Only Shallow. Oh, this is a shocking chart. Number five. Wu-Tang Clan, Protect Your Neck. Okay. Number four, Radiohead, Paranoid Android. Number four. Okay, uh-huh. okay. Big call. Number three, Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Doggy Dog, Nothing But a G Thing. Number two, Pulp, Common People. Number two? Number one. Go on. I mean, this is a disgrace. <laughs> I listened to it yesterday and was like that. I number one, pavement, gold sounds. Really, really. So, what's the song like? Like average at best. That's like the average best, at best song. What did they say about? It? Why did they rate that oh, it's so high? Amazing. Pavement are difficult to talk about. Blah blah. It was rubbish. So, I want to just first of all admit I regret doing this chat. <laughs> Um, when I first read it and I actually saw it was in the first few, I thought this is actually quite exciting. I thought it'd be good to see how many Britpop songs are in it. Okay. Not many. Well, number, number two is a Britpop yeah. song. So, to say sorry for the worst chart in the world, I've got a new one. I, I think we should take a break. No, I've got a new one. It's the 50 greatest Britpop songs ever by enemy, but voted by the readers. That's decent. Boom. I'm in. And this to... was only two years ago. Okay. Is that for next week or do you want to start it now? Starting it now. So, <laughs> because I feel I've got to make amends for pavement oh, and neutral milk terrible, hotel. Terrible, yeah, yeah, far so. out. So, ready. Top 50. Number 50. She said. Hey! Lompics. Number 50. Oh, don't. Our, our mate. <laughs> We're going to get. We didn't vote that one. Number 49. Candy Pop by Biz. Now let's just have a minute. What so, was Biz famous for? Being Glaswegian? No, I know that. What was the song? There was, uh, was one song that was really big. Yeah. And I went, no thanks. Yeah, go on. I'm not. So I had a little listen to them. Did you? Yeah, I did. Thought, okay. Nah. <laughs> so, um, look, they're fun and upbeat and I get, they are one I struggle. Why is it, Brit? Like when we go through this whole thing, because it's weird. Because every song's kind of different. They're fun. It's fun. It's fun. Um, And that's actually a fun song. But I don't know if it would be my top 50. What was the name of the song? Candy Pop. Candy with a K. Okay. Good. Cool. Number 48. Reverend Black Grape by Black Grape. Great song. Number 47. The Patio Song by Gorky's Psychotic Minchie. Yeah, we haven't talked about those. No. No. And we won't. So, uh, (laughs) number 46. Punka. By Kinnicky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number 45. Lazarus by the Boo Radleys. No, thank you. Do I, do I pause and they keep coming up? And they can keep coming up. <laughs> We're just going to ignore it. They keep coming up a bit like my... Sinus problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 44. Daydreamer by Menswear. Oh, good song. 43. Getting Better. Shed 7. Oh, brilliant song. 42, You're Gorgeous, Baby Bird. No. Did you listen to his new song? 
No. You need to listen. I've refused. I told you I'm not. No, no, his new song's really good. I'm not doing it. This is your, don't be all huffy puffy about it. I hate his, it. You, you, no, you can't. His new, listen to his new song. You know the stuff that we actually did. When like, I feel better. Number 41. <sighs> Slight return by the Blue Tones. Number 41? Yeah, that would be my top five. Ooh, that's, that's, okay. And number 40, Olympian by Gene. Oh, good song as Boom. well. This is a much better This car. is much better. Okay. Much better. So I'll, I'm excited. I'll, okay, I'll let you go through with that. That's good. All right. Well, what do you mean you let me? I'm doing it anyway. Well, the last chart was crap. Well. Right, you ready? Yeah. You feeling a bit better? No. <laughs> but keep going. <laughs> homework. Yeah, it was a great week for homework. It was a great I'm so week. excited to talk about this. So, do you want Mercury Machine or Spin first? Mercury Machine. All right. So, let's talk about Mercury Machine for a second. Uh, so, who are they? They are... From their own bio, they are an 80s-inspired dark electro band from Manchester that yep. at Mercury Machine. How did, they get, how did they get in contact with us, Les? So, they reached out to us on Twitter mm-hmm. and asked us if we would listen to their album. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which I replied with, yeah, of course, lovely, thank you. You're much nicer than me. because so, Usually when I, you, know, you follow people and all this sort of stuff, you get the generic template Hi, thanks for following me, da 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 da. And usually I tend not to, to pay attention, right? You went, oh. Where's your manners? I know, I knew it, but this is the one, this totally. This uh, is why. Thank you and, and thank them because this totally paid off. And it, it's taught me a valuable lesson that I'll actually listen to stuff that people do. There we go. Right, go on. Um, so they these? contacted us, yep. asked us to listen, yep. so we did, and we said that we'd put it uh, on the podcast, yep. which we're doing. Yeah. Um, their album is self-titled It was only released in February this year Yep um, I think they sound A, l- a little bit um, Depeche Mode Got it. Joy Division Totally totally. A little bit that. Human League That kind of yeah, yeah. 80s Yep Not too dissimilar from Slow Readers Club At times vocally Totally agree um, They are darker I love it Yeah So for me Um First listen, I was like, ooh, wonder what Kev will think about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then the second and third listen, I got really into it. So for so for me, great tracks. First one, Age of the Machine, great track. Brilliant. Drag You Down, Aurora, yep. Fictional Mind, yep. Where It Ends, and The Lost. They're yep. the standout tracks for me. Yeah. Um, there's not really a song on it that I don't like. Um, some I like better, but there's not really one I would skip. There's no skippers. No skippers. Um, really enjoyable album and I really hope this gets some traction um, I, Kevin I'm an 8 out of 10 Whoa! Les is up there I agree 100% with you only thing I'd add is I really like Black and White World and the sing-along oh, oh, I love that oh. Black and White World wow. I, I love that song brilliant, brilliant uh, Fictional Mind is awesome too I give it the same 8 Yay. out of 10 this it's totally paid off. Like the, I've really enjoyed. I listened to them on the way here. Um, this album is going to be one that I'm going to keep listening to. To be honest, I could have gone an eight, eight and a half very, very easily and felt good about it. Guys, well done on that album. It is tremendous. The production is really well done as well. <sighs> Come to Australia. We'd love to see 100%. you. Hundred percent. Good luck. Yeah. Keep good in luck touch with us. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. Uh, spin. Yay. All right. So who are they? Spin in their bio. Four kind of weird kids from Liverpool. Oh. <laughs> Do you see some of their videos? No. They're very out there. 
Um, I've realised I'm not a big video person. Because you, you asked me, you asked me that a lot. Yeah, you never watch videos, no, do you? Not interested. Not interested. Do you, don't you get the Spotify when you're on Spotify? Spin actually have this on one of their songs that you play the song and the video like ten seconds pops up. I've either got it in the car, oh, so, so I can't so, see, okay, cool. or I've got it sort of Bluetooth connected to my speakers downstairs and I'm doing something else. So you're never going to watch. I'm it. never staring at okay, my cool. phone. Yeah. What does Spin sound like? So okay, so Spin sound like a little bit um, poppy. A little bit like cast at times, but I think that's a Scouse accent. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think what else they do. It's like that sort of like uh, dream pop. That's kind of a thing at the moment, that Yeah, it whole, is. It is. Um, jangly. Jangly. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, I'll read you what the, the line of best fit said. They gave them eight and a half out of ten. Spin never once come across as overwrought or pretentious. Instead, it's button-bright indie pop and woozy semi-self depreciation has earmarked the band as not only one of the strongest up-and-coming bands around at present, but also one of the most vital. How nice is that? That's very nice. What did you think of the songs? So, believe it or not, great start. Brilliant. Um, Is there something I miss? Great song. Bless, shallow, heaven sent... Green eyes because I have green eyes. You like, don't need to show me your eyes. Go look, see them. Yeah, I, I see mean, them. Today they're a bit dull. I know the, the, the life in my eyes isn't quite there. I don't today. often look in your eyes. Come on, but they're not. You can see that. They're yep. lifeless today. Anyway, um, I hope everybody's feeling sorry for me. Just send your tweets of get well soon would be lovely. <laughs> really appreciate it. Come on, um, they're my standout tracks. Um, again, not really any tracks that I dislike. Really easy listen. Enjoyed it. Seven and a half out of ten. Ooh. No skippers at all. No. No, I, I totally agree with you. Believe it or not, Bliss, Sunshine, Notice Me, Shallow, Keep Dancing, Foundations, Heaven Sent, the final track. Beautiful. Oh, it's absolutely stunning. Like, yeah, it's just beautiful. a gorgeous, emotional song. Oh, seriously, brilliant. Me, eight out of ten. So... Tremendous week for homework this week. Spin and, and Mercury Machine, thank you so much. Good luck. Great new bands. Gives me hope in what's out there. Yep. Good luck, guys. Well done. All right. Next week, Indoor Pets. Yep. With the album Be Content and Idle World. Oh, I used to love them. I've never really listened to Idle World, and a lot of people have asked us to talk about Idle World. Yeah, the world in your arms tonight. So you can sing. That was uh, Idle World. Was it? Yeah. Cool. I thought you just built one out any old Boom. song. Uh, and the album is Interview Music, so we will cover those next week on the podcast, which I'm, to be honest, Idle World, yeah, looking forward to, to hearing what they're like. Shall we talk about. The not so good homework we had, which is guilty pleasures. Oh, and I'm not going to play the jingle because go on, sing the jingle. Guilty pleasures, guilty pleasures. That's nice. And I just want to say something, right? Oh. And you're going to give me the trouble, but I'm doing it anyway. So there's been a bit of chatter about the fact that you oh. shouldn't necessarily oh, feel God. guilty if you like music and blah blah blah. I think it's just it's just a bit light-hearted. It's something that you enjoy that you know maybe the rest of the world doesn't share it with you. Exactly. So yes, you shouldn't be ashamed to like it, but I think everybody has that album where if someone came round for dinner, 
you'd be putting that at the back. <laughs> and if anyone denies it, mm-hmm. I think they're lying. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, no, no. I get this it. is what this is. And this has actually become a good segment because people enjoy it. I love this segment. Because people relate to it. And again, it's just a bit of a laugh. I know. I totally 100% agree. I think we got in trouble, or I got in trouble, because I picked the cardigans. And the cardigans, from where I, I really like the cardigans. And But if you think back to where we were at school, and the trouble I got into for like an echo belly at school, can you imagine if I'd gone, I really like the cardigans too, that wouldn't have gone over that well at school. So that's, you know, everyone's guilty pleasure is different. And we're going to go through some of the some of the guilty pleasures that we've been given. I look at and I go, I don't see that as a guilty pleasure. But obviously it's someone's. Exactly. And that's, this, we don't we don't question the reason. It's we don't go into it. It's just, it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? So shall we talk about the Pet Shop Boys? Yes. Which is Chris's uh, guilty pleasure. And to be honest, there's a lot of Pet Shop Boys fans out there. Mm, how, where do you, are you, mm? No. <laughs> Look, come on, let's get into it. Can you forgive her? I do like that song. That's the only one. Okay, there's two songs. Go West is hellish. No, I like Go West. Do you know what Go West reminds me of? Go on. It reminds me of if Dundee United got to the Scottish Cup final, you'd sing Go West because you're literally going west. I don't sing that often. (laughs) (laughs) Right, good. Yep, brilliant. I'll be Uh, singing it today, though, because they go west. Okay. Um, so, can you forgive her? Yes, I really like that. I didn't mind Liberation, the theatre. Go West, I actually quite enjoy. I think it's quite good. I, look, I, it's, it's not really my thing, is it? No, they're fun. Like, it's bouncy and it's upbeat and... It is. It's just not... It's definite cheese. There's definite cheese on it. It's not that. for me. What did you give? Four out of ten. Four out of ten as well. Wow, we're totally on par. Um, so, look, not bad, because 4 seems to be, you know, Kylie Minogue's self-titled album got that as well. Les gave Simply Red stars, 4 out of 10. So, it's around that ballpark. Yeah. Okay. I'm not looking forward to this. So, the album that I'm going to give you no. for the next week's Guilty Pleasure, I think, sums up exactly what this segment's about. Okay? That means so, it's going to be crap. So, it's an album... <laughs> That I used to adore. Like, really? Lo- like Love. Okay. Probably one of the first albums that really got me into music. Would I put it on now? Not sure. I did put it on the other day and I, it's not aged well. <laughs> but lots of memories. Used to love it. Certainly not going to talk about it now. Mm-hmm. If anybody asked me, I'd probably deny it. But I'm about to tell the world. But um, this for me epitomises what this is. Are you ready? I can tell by the look on your, your face this is a bad one and I'm not going to enjoy this one. We've had a good run. We've been nice to each other for the last couple. This is this is where it ends, obviously. It's Take That. Oh, it better and be a late album. Oh, it can't be. And it's their second album, Everything Changes. Babe, I'm back again. Tell me I'm back again. We've talked about this. You like Amazing. early Take That. I like late Take That. This is going to be hellish. Take that, everything changes. But you, dude, all I do each night is pray. Oh God. I'm all right. Missing. Okay, Brian, I'll get that done. You're Can't wait. Me. I'm going to hate you. Yeah. All right. But that's fine. Britpop one liners, cue the jingle. Woo! Britpop one liners. Woo! <laughs> 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 
I think it's used to ask me. Woo! I think so, yeah. Good, because I'm not well. Yeah, okay. Um, one liners. Okay, today, Kevin, <laughs> I will give you black grape. Have we not talked about uh, well. black grape? Uh, absolutely fun, hilarious, great tunes, and the new album is absolutely fantastic. That's it. Really enjoyed having Black Grape in oh. this list. Yeah, absolutely. Been great. Now, I feel today's the day I pull this one out of the bag. No, you can't. It's not the day. Why not? I know what you're going to throw at me. I can't, I, don't, I can't talk about it. Okay, go on, say it. Because I've only got one line on. Go on. Oasis. Oh, okay. That's not who I thought it was going to be. Oasis. Oh. I. Oh. I don't know. The. W- Remember, I'm not feeling well. I know. Why did you do this the day that. Uh, Oasis to me. I don't know. I, I was so infatuated with Oasis. And maybe through this whole process. It's opened my eyes to all the other great bands. And so now when I look at Oasis and compare them about some of the other bands that we talk about, I don't know. Will there there'll never be a band again like Oasis? I'll take that. Okay. Space. Oh. Female of the species. I really liked the first album, the Spiders album. Really liked it. Uh let's just leave it at that. Really liked the first album. After that, I didn't like it. Oh. But they seem like a really fun band. They're still touring, actually. And they? they'd be They'd be a blast to see live, I reckon. Um, so, yeah, first album, awesome. Second, not so much. But I'd, I would still... I'd like to see them live. Okay, I good. think they're on the Shine lineup as well, which would just be awesome. Um, shall we get into this week's album? Ooh. Number 31, Dodgy's Homegrown. I... I wait to talk about this album. So the album cover is the three of them camper van in the middle of nowhere black and white with the logo uh, in, in bright green it just the album cover to me looks exactly like the mood of the actually album like you would expect the tunes that you want to be is you know around the campfire you know you're camping out this album is the soundtrack to that so many times you go and camping Kev <laughs> many times you sit around the campfire singing a song why don't you tell our listeners <laughs> great description I'm not a camper. No. No, I'm not a camper at Needs all. Needs his own comforts, bless him. I just... How many times have you gone camping? Loads. Don't throw it all... Where? When? I went camping last year. Where? Jarvis Bay. And? In a tent. And? How'd that go? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I know a Beasties lot... Beasties were flying at me. Beasties. Literally flying. We beasties. So, sat there and thought... <laughs> Tents up, fine. Took the barbecue, cooked dinner on the barbecue, thought everything's going lovely, could hear the ocean in the background, That's camping nice. in National lovely. Park. Lovely. Then, as the sun sets though, all these little critters come out, don't they? In right. Australia, they are plentiful. Oh, okay. So you're just sat there. So, having a couple of beers, playing some cards. Nice, lovely. Something hit me in the side of the face. <laughs> Someone hit me in the neck, someone's crawling up my leg. <laughs> Things freaking me out. The only thing you can do is turn the light off, but then you're sat in the dark. So then I'm like, oh. nah, let's go and sit in the tent. 
sat in the tent, can hear things on the side of the tent. It's giving me the creeps. I literally downed, no word of a lie, half a bottle of wine in about three minutes so I could just get to sleep. Gee whiz. So do you like camping then? Then I woke up, I went for a dip in the ocean straight away and I loved it. So it's just that... What about a hotel next to the ocean? That would have That would have been nice too. I loved up until that, those two hours where it's just the beasties. I used to go camping a lot with my mum and dad, you probably remember. And they're, they're some of the fondest memories I'll, I'll ever have. But now, me doing it, I just it doesn't seem appealing at all. No. No. Right, should we get back to... Oh, dodging? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was released on 24th of October 1994. This is their second album. The previous album was the Dodgy album, released in 1993, which got to number... Three. 75. It's close. <laughs> It got to a couple of songs in there, Water Under the Bridge and Lovebirds, which are both really good songs. What followed Homegrown was Free Peace Sweet. Can I stop you there? I've literally just started. I just want to stop you there. Go on. So, do you think people will be listening to this and wondering why... Yes. ...we're not talking about Free Peace Absolutely. Sweet? Absolutely. And that's... Oh. And we may do, but we probably won't. I think people will get through the context of this episode and realise that we're probably not... But we will talk about it. Let's talk about it when we get to the to the sort of history around this album, okay? So, uh, it is Free Peace Sweet is definitely Dodgy's most successful album. It got to number seven. Um, it had In a Room, If You're Thinking of Me, Aww. and Good Enough, which are yeah. fantastic songs. In a Room. Okay. In a Room, On speaking of that, I had that on single, and it had the excellent B-side called Self Doubt. I don't know if you remember that it's a brilliant song it's on the collection by dodgy and it's a great great song um so the label a&m they're an american label later bought by polygram and then universal soundgarden brian adams sting cheryl crow also they did movie soundtracks they did one of our favorites robin hood prince of thieves because they had brian adams on the label Kevin Costner. Yeah, I know, but I don't know why it's one of our favourites. It's not. Oh, gee whiz. I'm picking up on sarcasm. No, you're not. You're not. Yeah, Come on. It's the sinus and Oh, no, oh, no. Lethal Weapon 3. That's one of my favourites. Which is your favourite Lethal Weapon, Les? Oh, if I watch them, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never seen Lethal Weapon? Ever? Oh, God. What about, what about Demolition Man? You've never seen Demolition Man? No. Oh, such a good movie. I did watch Mary Queen of Scots last night, though. That's not the same. As like an action movie with Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes is not the same as Queen of Scots. Right, talk to me about Queen of Scots. Mary Queen of Scots. What's that about? It, well, it was about her. Really? Yeah. So basically, oh, it's just God. about her journey when she came back to Scotland to be the Queen, but then Elizabeth I in England, and you know, the whole thing. Um, That's the plot of Lethal Weapon 4. Could have been better. Could have been done better. <sighs> Riveting. I was a bit disappointed. Were you? Yeah. But it got 6.5 on the IMDb, and I have a rule that I watch nothing less than a 7, and I should stick to that rule. <laughs> If a TV show or a movie gets less than seven on IMDb, I'm not wasting my time. Let's find out what Demolition Man is. I'll do it right now. All right. You, you, I'll keep, you do it now. I'll keep talking, all right? Like Demolition I'll... Man, okay? Yep. Uh, so the producer is Hugh Jones and Ian Brody. Oh, Ian I like Brody. him. Yes. So 11 tracks, 42 minutes long. It got to number 28 
in the charts. How long was it in the charts? 21 weeks. Leslie, are you ready to talk about 6. the charts? 6.6. Wouldn't watch it. <laughs> Great. It's better than your movie Dare last night, though. Devil. Oh, Daredevil's not going to get above a seven. No chance. Daredevil. Oh, that's a different one. That's oh, goodness else. sake. That'll be the TV show. Daredevil. 5.3. Prove my point. That's... What was the other thing that you asked me? Just... Lethal Weapon. The original one. Go, go on. Lethal Weapon. 1987. Eight. 7.6. I'd maybe give it a shot. Oh, Lethal Weapon. Look at that. You ready to get into the music albums, Lil? We're not going um, through all movies on IMDb, by the But way. just so that's a great tip for anyone... Because an hour and a half of your life, you'd far rather listen to us than waste your time watching Demolition <laughs> Man. So I'm saving you that. Should I listen to Britpop Banter or should I watch a movie? Check IMDb, under seven, put us on. <laughs> uh, it's a public service, Kev. Brilliant. Albums. You ready? Yeah. Number ten, No Need to Argue by the Cranberries. Love the Cranberries. <laughs> In fact, I might listen to them today because it's like a warm hug. Number nine, uh, East 17 with Steam. Oh, no. I've got to sing that. Number eight, I didn't know this was an album, to be honest. Uh, Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me by Gloria Estefan. Thoughts on Gloria? I don't have any. Good. Return of the Space Cowboy by Jamiroquai at seven. Great album. Great album. Number six, Megadeth. Megadeth? I don't even know any of their songs. But you knew Iron Maiden. Yeah, they're a bit too... Too much? Yeah. Okay. So that was Euthanasia, with a Y. Oh, dear. Number five, 12 Deadly Sins and Then Some by Cindy Lauper. Oh, time after time. Number four, Monster, R.E.M. Oh, good album. Number three, The Best Off by Chris Rea. Oh! <laughs> this is Kev's favourite. I do like that. You love it. You've always loved him. I don't get it. Guess what's coming home for Christmas. Guess what's coming next week, Lil. Oh no 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 no! Oh, you gave me take that. Oh, you know it's coming back. Number two, bedtime stories by Madonna. Good album. Number one, Crossroad, the best of Bon Jovi. And you got that for Christmas. There you go. My first CD. My first, first CD. Jeez. Singles. I don't know this. Uh, stay. Brackets, I Missed You by Lisa Loeb and Nine Stories. Yeah. Um, I miss you. Oh, I miss you. Oh, that one? Yeah. Okay, cool. Number nine, Some Girls by Ultimate Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, Hey Now, Girls Just Wanna Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. Wait a minute. What year is this? She brought it out again. <sighs> oh, Baby I... By Eternal. I love this. Sing. Oh, baby, I need you so. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know that I can't let go. Always and forever. forever. I oh, just want you to You made me know. listen to that. That's why I know the words. I want to be where you are, no matter how near or far. And I want to be the only one <laughs> who can open the door to your heart. Baby, I, baby. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Thank you for letting me do that. Yeah, it was a long one, eh? Appreciate Sudo- it. fed. Yep. Kicking in. Good stuff. Pseudo ephedrine. You've Sorry. got to hand your driving licence over. You know it's hectic. Heckers. All right. Uh, number six. Snap. Welcome to tomorrow. Oh, um... 
No, but I didn't know it. It's, I can because I used. To, I actually used to love it. Oh really? Oh, I don't know what it goes like. Head. Okay, number five. She's got that vibe. Oh, she's got that vibe, oh, baby vibe, and that's why you're going to jail. <laughs> I was just about to say that. You dirty, dirty. <laughs> b- oh, I'm gonna have to bleep that. No, you don't. It deserves to stay. Oh. <sighs> number four. Michelle Gale with sweetness. Cause my sweetness, sweetness is my weakness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Who was Michelle Gale? She was in EastEnders. Yeah, she was. Okay. Number three, Saturday Night by Wigfield. <gasps> Saturday Night Dance. Horrible song. Number two, Always by Bon Jovi. <gasps> and I will love you always. It's a bit pitchy. It's a bit much. I can't go. <laughs> I can't get my mid-range due to my uh, blockages. Number one, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I saw this and I went, I had to just get to number one. Pato Banton, baby, come back. <gasps> baby, come back. I must admit I was a clown to be messing around. <laughs> So can I just say a story about this song? Can I just You've tell got you? A, oh, go on. Yeah. So oh, when oh. I was when we were at school, right? You know, sometimes I wasn't always incredibly serious <laughs> in class. <laughs> so we had a teacher called um, Miss Cato. Oh yeah. So I used because... to call her Cato Banton, and every time I came into the class, I would sing this song to her. <laughs> I must admit, I am a clown to be missing around. Out. Get outside. I'm like, oh, but it's your song, miss. <laughs> and that's what I remember that song for. Cato Banton. Brilliant. So there you go. Okay. That was, that was French as well. I'm not very good at French. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were outside the room the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, All right. Okay. So... Back to Dodgy. Okay. Okay. Um, so Dodgy, they're a three-piece, originally called Purple. Did you know that? Yes. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, okay. I did a bit of digging. I've got some of my own. Don't you worry. All right, okay. What was that voice? <laughs> it was cattle. No. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so Purple had Nigel Clark, vocals and guitar, Matthew Priest on drums, and David Griffiths on guitar. Purple moved to London and f- picked up Fred Collier on bass. Then, dissension apparently caused Griffiths to leave, taking them back to a three-piece. They brought in Ben Lurie for a second, then he left for the Jesus and Mary chain. I got the name right that time, Leslie. Yeah, well done. Oh, I don't need any more tweets coming at me for that. Uh, so they went back to the three-piece. Uh, then Fred left, so they brought in Andy Miller, and they finally became dodgy. So the final lineup is Nigel Clark, Matthew Priest, and Andy Miller. Interesting, they all had different genres of music that they preferred coming together. Um, so Andy, he liked rock and roll, uh, Led Zepp, Hendrix, etc. Nigel, he was really interested in punk. And Matt, mod scene. So the faces, the whole, the who and soul. I think it's kind of hard. I've got a note here. I think it's this kind of comes through because it's kind of hard to define the dodgy sound. How would you describe dodgy? It's good, yes. Um, poppy. It, I wouldn't say it's... Um, it's not indie. It's no. 
It's and I did a bit of research myself, so okay. I read in. So I'll this actually will answer the question. It's a good segue, thank you so much. So oh. there was an interview I read with Nigel Clark. Oh yeah. And he was talking they were talking about him uh like Dodgy Bean Britpop and he said he doesn't really think they were a Britpop band. They mm-hmm. just got caught up in it. Yeah, I agree. He said we really we were really just a displaced American band influenced by Crosby and Still and Nash. Oh, okay. Um then he says, look, but going on top of the pops with good enough was the, was a highlight of his career, and that's when they felt, I guess, entrenched in that. Right. Okay. But then there's a funny story um, about Britpop and how they were in it. So he said people used to think that they didn't really take it too seriously, like they were kind of like the pranksters of Britpop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he tells a story about so in 1994 they were recording their second album, this yes, album. Yes, yeah. At the same time, and in the same studio, as the Stone Roses were making theirs. Oh. And he said, and that's where Ian Brown got the King Monkey name, because that's what he gets called. Oh. So the reason is, so what happened was, the Guardian uh, journalist, Caroline Sullivan, mm-hmm. phoned Dodgy up and said, I hear you've been in the studio with the Roses. Have you got anything to say? And they went, yep. Uh, so they told her that he only answered to King Monkey and that all they could hear them recording was them doing a version of Oops, Upside Your Head, which was total fabrication, but I think she printed it, oh. which was hilarious. So they were recording at the same time, very different sounds, same time, same studio, um, but still don't really see that as much as a great, like a big influence on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of weird. They're, they're slotted into Britpop, but... Poppy. Poppy, but there's, there's a couple of songs that you would go, yeah, I would put that in there, and then the rest. I don't know, I think they're just a fun band that got caught up in the swell. And That's basically what you said. Yeah. All right, so they released the Dodgy album, as I talked about, in 93. As I said, disappointingly, number 75. The singles only went in the 60s. So really? really? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until Staying Out for the Summer that they kind of went yeah. a bit mainstream and, and got the publicity. Yeah. Um, Matt, when he was speaking to Louder Than War, said this. Staying out this summer, the big hit, became a bit of an anthem in 95 because it's about leaving a factory, which is what Nige did. It's about taking a chance and leaving that job to go and to, to try, try to do something with your life. He worked at Austin Rover on the line and the older guys used to say to him, you're a young kid, just get out. This will kill you staying here. So yeah, we've always stood up for the things we believe in. So well done. So... Um, for me, Staying Out for the Summer is an iconic song to me. I still, you know, I watch the video, but I could pretty much dictate exactly what happens in that video. It's one of the, yeah. the videos that I remember. Um, Enemy said this about this album, right? And you know Enemy, mm-hmm. right? Dodgy are the ultimate fans who lovingly and unshamedly steal from everyone. Sharp ears will detect smidgens of the Small Faces, New Order, Lennon's Beatles, Right Said Fred, The Birds, and hundreds of others. Nine out of ten. Wow. Exactly. Do you think? Because when I was doing a bit of reading, do you think that um, you know they were breezy pop songs? Do you think people took them seriously? Do you think anyone's actually listened to the depth, like the of actual the, depth of, the of their tracks? Yeah, no. And and look, to be fair, that's something I've discovered as I've gone through this. Is when I've looked at the lyrics for every song, there's a lot of meaning, and some of the lyrics are really well written. And so, no, I, I. I didn't. I thought they were really fun, upbeat, and just the the choruses. I got caught up in that as opposed yeah. to thinking what the songs actually meant. Because I read, so you talked about staying out with the summer, but 
people always think like good enough stayed out for the summer they're happy they're happy songs which they are mm-hmm. musically but if you dig into them like what you mentioned staying out for the summer is actually about a life in danger of falling apart like you could literally just be in that place forever yeah um if you listen to good enough I was listening to this the other day and I think if you listen to this song good enough it sounds like it's quite cheery mm. but the first line and it's quite apt for me today I've got an aching in my bones oh. when you think about it and you actually dig into the lyrics of um, dodgy it's not all no 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 the songs are happy upbeat, clappy but the, but the lyrics actually are can be quite deep and completely opposite of what you think the song means and we'll talk about Grassman down the track but there was a great quote I found from an article I read about dodgy and this, I think, summed up Dodgy Up for me. Said on such songs in 1995, like Grassman, they captured a yearning um, and profundity you didn't get from, say, the likes of Menswear. But their Halcyon period was at a time of Britpop where life approximated in an Austin Powers film such as um, with such virtues didn't count for much. So what they're saying there is that a lot of the lyrics in Britpop at that time didn't really have a lot of profound meaning. Mm-hmm. They were just as what they were. But, yeah. but Dodgy, although you kind of put them over there in that happy breezy, you actually dig into their lyrics. Yeah, yeah. They're probably one of the deeper oh, bands in terms of their writing. Totally agree. Something I've never, ever taken the time to think about, mm-hmm. apart from Grassman, mm-hmm. ever until now. Yeah. So yeah, I've yeah. been analysing that track by track. Why? So we'll get into... Because I love that. We'll get into Free Piece Suite in a, in a second. Why don't you think this album... I mean, obviously it's in our charts because it has a special meaning to us and it has some fantastic songs. But why don't you think this album doesn't kind of get the, the groundswell or the appreciation and really the sort of... I guess the mass market tends to look at the, the, this, the next album on from this. Because it doesn't have as many big hitting hits. hits. Yeah, They're all good songs. We'll talk about them all. But there's not... Yeah, you got staying out for the summer, but there's not another one that's very. If you think about the Free Piece Suite, everybody knows in a room. Oh yeah, everyone. Yeah. Um, everybody knows good enough. Yeah. Um, do you? How many other people would know any other tracks in this album if they weren't a dodgy fan? True. 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 You might know. So let me go far. Yeah. You might. Might. But that's it. Okay. Okay. Um, Grassman, you talked on that, and we will talk about it when we get into the tracks. Grassman is, is one of these songs that will always be a track that I will go back to. and Same. I, oh, it, it just, for me... It's we one t- of the ones that we've always listened to. Always. And it will always stand up. It's a classic. It's position on the album we'll talk about later on as well. But for me, this it has a meaning along the lines of, you know, we talked about Morning Afterglow by Electricy, Stay Young by Ultrasound, Personal Feeling by AudioWeb, Dark Therapy by Echo Belly. Mm-hmm. Grassman is, is in our list of of classics oh no doubt um so after this album they released obviously the more successful free piece which which we've talked about in 1998 they broke up after going platinum they had 12 top 40 singles they had just been second to radiohead at glastonbury on the pyramid stage some would say this is probably at their peak they broke up uh nigel left to do his own stuff have a family, teach music yep. tech. Um, he also did an album uh, called Make Believe Love, which I don't think was ever released. I can't, I can't seem to sort of find it anywhere. He actually taught a Britpop course. I know, I read that. Ooh. How good's that? 
Um, and then he released an actual solo album in 2006 called 21st Century Man. Um, sadly, it's not on not on Spotify. Um, Andy and Matt, now this is where things get a bit interesting. So Andy and Matt, they expanded Dodgy to a five-piece. They kept the name. This is when I saw them in 2000, which I'll talk about a bit later on. They bought in David Basie, or could it be David Bassey? Who knows? Oh, amazing. That was the best tweet ever when that person <laughs> the put fish. the... Amazing. <laughs> Chris well Hall- done, Matt. Oh, Chris Hallam on keyboards, Nick Abner on bass. Bass. They recorded one album called Real Estate, which is really not listed as a dodgy album. It doesn't show up in the discography and charting positions. So it's kind of not really recognised by um, the band itself. So Matt said this in an interview with Louder Than More. Well, real estate wasn't kind of dodgy in a way. It was dodgy by name, but that was all really, that was it all really. We had a different lineup. It was just me and Andy from the original lineup and just struggled on really. Andy doesn't like really like me saying we struggled on because he's proud of that time and there were some good songs written, but it wasn't dodgy in what we know, what the fans know, and certainly what we didn't know. But it was a good time. We had to do it because me and Andy were a bit pissed off when Nigel left the band. It was like, hang on, we really like this band and we want to carry on. Did you listen to that album, Lil? No. Did you know that that happened? No. Okay. So I will I'll talk... When we get to the part where we talk if we've, if we've ever seen Dodgy Live, remind me about this story. So Matt went into uh, managing bands. Mass, Misty's Big Adventures, and probably one to note is The Soul Winners, which had Vanessa Best from Ultrasound and oh. members of Mohair in it. Okay. Uh, the band actually did reform... In 2012, unfortunately in a bit of a sad situation, Matt said this, It was the death of our lighting technician Andy Moore who died four years ago. A really great guy and and really funny. He actually had a testimonial before he passed because he knew he was on his way and it was there we all met up with him and he rounded us us all up and said, Come on, get back together. What What are you playing? So that was a catalyst and from there we started talking again and keeping in contact. He actually passed away on the first day of our rehearsals for the, oh. for the reunion tour, which made it all the more more poignant. That's really sad. It's terrible. Um, Stuart Thoy joined Dodgy in about 2012 for live shows and later joined permanently. So here's where we get back into new stuff. Stand Upright in a Cool Place was uh, released in 2012. Um, it got to number seven actually, which done really well. And I had Vanessa from Ultrasound. She appeared on three tracks. I just want to talk about because the album itself is not um, on Spotify, so I haven't had a chance to listen to it. But the name of the title is awesome. Stand Upright in a Cool Place, right? It comes from a Radio 4 documentary um, that was seeking to know the meaning of happiness. And so it asked random people, right? One day he asked a druid, now, there's no explanation about this druid. Just Why? randomly... Where, bump- where did they find... I don't know. Where do you find the druid? I don't know. Just the apparent- street having a coffee. Apparently, you find the druid. He said... So, obviously, how do you find happiness? Well, you find it on the side of a bleach bottle. Okay? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, stand upright in a cool place is written on the side of a bleach bottle... How cool is that? And that was it. That's Stand the upright. Right. In oh, a cool, cool place. Is it cool by temperature or by environment? As in, oh, this is a cool place. As in, I'm at a nice temperature or I think it's brilliant. That I think that's the point of it, is that it's an open-ended statement. Anyway, so John Harris from The Guardian said this about the album. I thought I'd had my fill of musical comebacks, but Dodgy's new album is a revelation. Oof. How good's that? 
What Are We Fighting For was released in 2016. Um, it didn't chart, unfortunately. It is on Spotify. I listened to it a lot this week and also yesterday. It's really good. Is it? Yeah, it's really enjoyable. And it's... The first song's a bit... It, it catches you off guard because the first song's quite rocky. And then after that, you get into what you think the dodgy sound is. And it's a really, really good so, good, good collection of songs. So I definitely recommend anyone to go and have a listen to, to What Are We Fighting For? So in an interview with Rock Sucker with Matt and on the Britpop label, a lot of bands that made their name in the 90s are on the way back now. Does it bother you to see the term Britpop welded onto every other mention of Dodgy's comeback in the press? Well, personally, a little part of me inside, a little part inside of me dies because I was never a fan of Britpop. Oft. It's easy to label something Britpop because it's from that age, but we were never really part of all that. We sort of preempted it in a way. Noel Gallagher said that he took a copy of the first Dodgy album into Oasis's rehearsal room and said, if these effers can do it, so can F and we. We didn't invent it, God no, but we kind of preempted it. We were certainly caught up in the resulting wave. Of course we were, because there was a big, excellent love of life and music around that time. Mm-hmm. But it's a bittersweet thing. What I really hate is when they put also rounds at the end of it. Britpop also rounds. That really gets my effing go. Well, it would. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? So an also ran is a sort of B, your second division. Nearly Brit made pop, it. Yeah, Britpop well band. Well done, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. No. bit like me in French. <laughs> so uh, since then, staying out for the summer, they released, re-released uh, for a homelessness charity in January of this year. They're reformed, they're touring again, they're playing the 25th anniversary of this album in full with, guess who is support? Don't know. You've already smashed them once this episode. Oh, Baby, Baby Bird. Bird. Uh, so they're playing at this upcoming Shine Festivals. Um, this, I mean, I would love to hear this album. So I, I would love for them to come to Australia and... and play this album yes yeah, just anyone uh, i'll put it up this week go if you have a chance to see it go and see them um in an interview this is hilarious in a matt interview with don't believe the hype it sounds like you've got a lot of fans who have stayed with you since the start yeah absolutely there's a girl who was the first person to ever write to us back in 1990 she used to write us a letter every week she wrote all these letters and told us all about her family and we found it amazing that this girl would love us because no one knew about us back then She'd send little gifts and we stayed friends with her and she would come to our gigs when we played up north and bring sandwiches for us. Oh my God. We'd get her on the guest list, but she refused that. She always paid for her ticket and it's lovely because we've been in people's lives for a long, long time. How nice is that? I know, I know where you're going. So my question to you is, have you ever written to a band? No. Never? No, I mean, I haven't either, but I would have thought you would have penciled a few to Oasis back in your day. Why? I don't know. Well, they're not going to read it. And what am I going to say? Well, Dodgy read it. Nah, it's not really my thing. Not really your thing? Nah. Posters on walls instead. Yeah, just buy the album, enjoy it. Don't want to write to them. So i got a funny story, right? So I went to... Oh, I don't think I've ever talked about this. Sweet. Went, Here we go. Uh, I went to a local wrestling event. Right? Okay. He loves wrestling. Before everyone comes at me... No, oh, well, actually, yeah, come at me, whatever. So, no, went to a local wrestling event. He thinks it's real. 
And I'm there, a few beers, having a bit of fun. It was it was so much fun. Where was this? It was in Leichhardt. Also Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah, was yeah. in Sydney, yeah. Leichhardt Theatre. It was really, it was awesome. So much fun. You'd have a laugh. Anyway, but there are people who have fans like this. And there was a, a, a particular lady who made cakes for all the wrestlers. And that was something different. I haven't done that either. So, I mean, everyone has their sort of... I mean, this fan made sandwiches. This fan made cakes. I did write to Jim will fix it to meet Kylie and Jason. <laughs> I knew I'd get something out of you. So, one... On two fronts. First of all, I'm glad I wasn't anywhere near Jimmy Savile as a child. Yes. Second of all... Yes. Don't know if I'd look back on meeting Kylie and Jason fondly. Maybe I would. Why? don't know but I never got I, I think I got one of those replies no thanks the generic uh-huh. sorry yeah ah. but um I never that's the, the only generic. time you've wrote and yeah you've knocked back from seeing Kylie and Jason yeah I've written to Dundee United <laughs> wait wait what when they won the cup <laughs> so you wrote to a Scottish football club what did you say? Well, I can't remember now, but I do think I remember like it was a congratulations thing and how excited I was and it was the best moment of my life, which, to be fair, it was up until then. <sighs> There's always a nugget. You just have to find that in you, you and bring it, it out. But... All right, so shall we get into the singles? Yes, please. Thank you. Staying out for the summer, got to number... Five. 38. Wow. Released on the 1st of October 1994, the video, iconic, they're all in the camper van, it starts flying around the sky and they all fall out and then throw people at stuff and it's it's just classic. Um, re, when it got re-released in 1995, it got to... Three. 19. Jeez. I'm just going to keep saying three in one time. <laughs> So Let Me Go Far got to number 30. So it got higher than Staying Out for the Summer. Uh, released on the 7th of January 1995. The band looks to be in the Middle East, I'm guessing. And it's placed against backdrops of the locals, the buildings and the desert. I'm going to guess. So Let Me Go Far, video in the Middle East. That's a reach. I don't know if that's true or not. That's a big reach. What <laughs> I'm making the most of. Uh, number 22. Released on the 11th of March, 1995. Bands playing in a hall, flashy lights, lots of hair. Uh, the the video I posted the other week is actually a newer version of the video and a newer version of the song. It sounds different to making the most of on the album and the album one is better. Uh, so they only released the three songs. Shall we get into the tracks, Les? Yes, please. Do you have anything you want to add before we get into the music? Um, No. Okay. All right. Starts with a banger. Starts with staying out for the summer. We've already talked about it's the It's a meaning. great way to start an album, isn't it? Fantastic, upbeat way to start an album. Brilliant, brilliant. I've loved this song. It's a classic. It's about the daily grind of a crap job. Nigel worked for Austin Rover, which we talked about. And it's about everyone telling him to get out. The lyrics, you see I work in a factory. I need the money. Don't want to be late, though I hate this place. Whoa. Can you, well, I've got to sing, you're not singing. Anyway. I spiked his tea with my pseudo <laughs> I got my debts to pay for, free from this race. They're going to have to wait. Uh, stay right for the summer. We are absolutely going to play this song. 100%. All right, here it is. My luck that you're not on my sides. So what happens now? Where did you go? With these feelings I hide. 
And you're back with Melodies Haunt You. I like this song. It's a nice song. Oh, thanks. No. It's okay. Disagree. Nice sing-along number. Uh, There's nothing to note of the lyrics. I just think it's a really, really nice song. I'm going to play it. It's a bit plinky plinky. Plinky plinky. Yeah. Wasn't that a game you used to play? I don't know. That's what I think it was. I really enjoy this song. I don't know what you're banging on about. Melodies Haunt You goes like this. Those melodies haunt you that make no sound. Those melodies haunt you when there's no one around. Those melodies haunt you that make no sound. So let me go far. You used to hate this song. Did I? I used to. Oh, you did. I don't anymore. Why didn't really you like Why it? didn't you like it? Don't know, annoying. So let me go far. Don't know, actually. Just or you... maybe I thought I hated it and then when I listened, maybe I got it wrong. But I was convinced I didn't like it. So I've always kind of sometimes skipped it and then I let it play recently and I was like, oh, I quite like that. Yeah. I do yeah. like it. I do like it. Good song, great chorus. And in the morning I awoke, I turned my eyes towards the road. I swallowed hard and smelled the air. I cursed this world for not being fair. See oh, what I mean? Like, it's see? just, yeah, there is a lot because of... Because it's like, of the, the, because of the music, yeah. you're assuming... It's all upbeat, happy. Like, and then you're like, oh, actually, take a minute to listen to that. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Yeah. Uh, so let me go far. We're going to play it. It goes like this. So let me go. Crossroads. Really love Crossroads. Why? Why do you like Crossroads? Really enjoy it. I think it's one of the better songs on the album. The unsung songs, yeah. really, because it's yeah. I, I totally agree. I with would say that over Melodies Will Haunt You any day. No, I like Melodies. Did you Haunt play you. Melodies Will Haunt You? Yeah. I can't remember. It was two minutes ago. Oh, I swear, my head's mince. <sighs> Crossroads, I really like. If you believe in God, then believe in me. Because when I you get there, you will know it. it's not a cross- crossroads, it's a junction where the devil sells his soul. Oof. I love it. It's one of my favourites on the album. So we better play it. Yes, please. All right, Crossroads. When you get there, you will know It's not the crossroads, it's a junction Where the devil sells his soul One day... Yeah, well, it's a uh, skipper. See, no one can see the face. See the face, can't see. You got to talk. The... Admit it, it's a skipper. I Just say it. I won't skip. Say it. No, say it. No, say it. I will not say skip it. anything on this album. Say it. No. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. You got your skipper face on. I don't. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. He does. He skips. I don't. I, I will play this album end to end. Absolutely no skips. Unlike the long pigs that I did have a few skips. This is a nice album that I'll let play. Um, I will agree with you. It's a Decent song, not great. The lyrics are good though. Did you see the lyrics? The day I was born was my mum's best day. She used to tell me that I'd be okay. Now I'm standing all on my own. I've got to reach inside deep to face this world alone. She used to say you don't listen to reason. Believe in yourself. That's good. Keep believing. Because one day pretty soon we will all understand. One day soon we will know the truth. See? Mm. Alright, we're not going to play the song. But the lyrics are excellent. All right, what do we got next? We've got We Are Together. It's a really cute song. Oh. 
Don't you think so? Talk to me about it. What, so, go Just, on. So, after coming out of one day, mm-hmm. and then you come into We Are Together, I just think the... Musically, I love it. I, lyrically, I do love it. I think it's really cute. It's one of those ones that puts a smile on my face. I oh, go, that's oh, nice. Yeah, I actually do that. Oh. I like this song. Some great verses, some great writing in here. Don't you think it's cute? I think it's really cute. Well, all that I have uh, now is a glass full of memories. Reasons beyond me, I'm alone. I stand in my own light whilst in the shadows. You remind me of me. And my time is all I've got. It's so bad watching it drift away whilst I long to understand all I do in just one day. Oh, Still, uh, that's great writing. Okay, we're well, going to play this song, yes, yeah? Yes, please. All right, we are together. whole lot easier <laughs> really catchy chorus I like this song the use of the strings are excellent um, I like the first verse it's a whole lot easier like this because you're in my life but I don't think you'll always be resting on my mind oh, I'm not going to play it no um, again not a skipper I disagree with you making the most of great song great song love this way it's catchy I love the, the trumpets at the end such a good, enjoyable track. Yeah, the trumpets are interesting. Okay, oh, I didn't... Didn't like the trumpet? I do, but I didn't expect it. Did you... Okay. Do you want a warning the trumpets are going No, but they're not really a trumpety band. Uh, well, I mean, you could say that as well about... I don't about... know why they've followed me. don't even know why. We're talking about it. Just because I, I, don't... Do... I actually do remember... I often don't go, oh, they've just played a harp. Oh, they've just played a... <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? But I... Yeah, I remember that really sticking out for some reason. You went, oh, trumpet. Did. Right. All right. Um, I'm going to play this. So making the most of. Here we go. Number nine, waiting for the day. Like this one. What do you like about it? So, what do I like about it? I've got, it's not a bad song. It's not. It's sorry. It's not a skipper again. It's 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 the vocals are great. Um, the lyrics are great. Um, Why are you not sold on it then? I don't know. Just for me, that again, it was it's, it's a good song. I just think there, there's probably other songs on the album that I'd probably go to. Mm. Um, this one, watching you getting old, watching you getting scared. I put my arms out for you, but no one cared. I saved my impositions and my fear and love waiting for the day. Right. I got a point here. Impositions. Right? I don't think it's a word. I'm not sure. There's emphasize. Right? Or empathize. But I don't know if that's a word. I think it means stressing. I think it means worried. Don't Google it. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. But I'm not going to play waiting for the day while you Google if that is a right word. Spell it for me, please. Oh, no one's going to care. E-M-P-H-A-S-I-T-I-O-N-S. E-M-P... Oh, don't, let's get that. Number 10. What have I done wrong? Well, only a minute 53 on this one. Right. What does that sound like? What do you mean? Well, what does it sound like? I don't know, I've not wrote... A Rod Stewart song. Does it? What's... Yeah. Um, that 
what's the, but I can't think of the, the Rod Stewart song off the top of my head. I wrote it down. Okay, great. Um, because I can't even remember which one it is, but it's a rip off. Is it? And I need to look at the sleeve to see if they give him some credit. Because I'm telling you right now. Oh. I, honestly, God, <clears throat> I was just because I had it on, and I went, oh. Rod Stewart? Oh no, it's not. It's dodgy. No way. Promise you. Okay. I want to Google that. All right. Uh, the lyrics really simple. What have I done wrong to bring out the worst in you? Uh, tell me what I can do to change your mind. And then they just repeat that five times over the the two minutes worth. Look, nice little song. Not going to play it. Now, Les. No. Grassman. While well, you're googling which Rod Stewart it was, what are you doing? Are you give you the the word or Rod Stewart? Uh. You've already forgotten. I've forgotten the word. Don't worry about it. Track 11, Grassman, seven glorious minutes. And what else are we here at, Leslie? What is this song? This is a great way to end an album. It is a... No. It is a... Great way to end an album. It is a final... No. This is... Can I just say, this is an epitome of a final harata on album. Oh, you said it. It is. Tell me. Tell me I'm wrong. I just don't like You don't like the word I know that But it is I am absolutely This is the perfect Way to end an album And it comes out of nowhere Right So can we just stop for a second Because I really need to talk about this track Okay cool Because I thought about this So Staying out for the summer Melodies will haunt you Plinky plinky Happy happy Guitar um, Some cute songs Like we are together And what have I done wrong I'm just going to do my head in about that But Then out of nowhere Mm -hmm. Like just boom Mm -hmm. And at the beginning, you're like, oh, what's this about? What's mm-hmm. this song? This is... Wow. And it just builds and it builds and it builds. And the lyrics, mm-hmm. like, haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, like... So the lyrics? <sighs> My darling, I would not die. I would kill for you. And let me choose the man who is the sacrifice. That's intense. Oof. Darling, you are my heroine, the everything I need. Come into my arms, don't let me bleed. Is it heroin as in you're my hero or you're my drug? I've no idea. I've always know. thought, have you never always? Ah, uh, no. Never. I'd be interested to know. Like, are you addicted to that person or do you think that you're your hero? That would make more sense, right? Oh, well, it could work both ways. Um, the ending with the female vocals. Oh. Oh, gorgeous. Do you know who they are? No. Oh. Now, apparent, big apparently. I went down like a Google and I, I tried. But apparently the female singers um, who are Janet and Michelle, Janet apparently did the lead vocals on Lola's theme by the Shapeshifters. Really? If anyone can confirm or deny that... It, I'd love to know if that's the case. Yeah, I tried going down and trying to figure it out and all that sort of stuff, but I think that's a great, great thing to have on there. Um, Grassman would be in my top 10 Britpop songs ever. Agreed. 100%. 100%. It's got memories for you and I, though. We've loved that from a long time. Absolutely. Um, it's an absolutely amazing track. I just can't... It just... I love the fact it doesn't really fit on the album. It comes out of nowhere. A lot of people might not know this track, and I really do hope they go and listen to it. Um, I got a surprise as well. Ooh. So I've been talking a little bit to Nigel back and forth. Like, not much. We're not besties or anything, but we've been talking just about the episode and all this sort of stuff. And I was putting together the... I was doing the editing for the tracks, 
And like normally I do that 10 to 15 seconds, like just a glimmer of that track and you're out. Yeah. And I'm trying to edit Grassman. And I'm like, how do you fit Grassman into 15 seconds? You don't. You can't at all. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, so I went back to Nigel and I've, I've sort of let him know what we're doing in the episode. And I'm like, can I be really cheeky? Mind if I play like 90 seconds of Grassman? Because the, the last 90 seconds of that song are tremendous. Of course, no problems. So we're actually going to end this episode with the Boom. last minute and a half of Grassman that shows you how great this band and that song Enjoy is. Enjoy that. Take so some I time. So thank you to Nigel for, for giving the thumbs up to that as well. So um, it's a great way to end the album. Phenomenal song. Like you said, top 10 from me. Um, you've obviously been surprised by the chart position of this album. Yeah. And some of the songs. Like I said, they are sort of... Step Up was really the next album on, which is a shame because it seems to be a bit of a forgotten classic. Uh, we've talked about the sort of connections that both me and you had to this album and what it meant. We've always loved Dodgy, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We have. Um, and like I said, their their new stuff is, is really good as well. It's like, ah, they need to get more. I mean, look, I, I think this, this revival they're going through will certainly help Dodgy. And also um, the fact that they're doing... So you've got to think, they're doing the anniversary tour of Homegrown. Right, and think about the anniversary tour for Free Piece Suite. Oofed. You know what I mean. So I think that's a. It's it's really positive to see them still playing together. They can still make good music, and they're about to probably go through some big tours as well. So, excellent. Shall we get into some reviews? The worst that I can find. Right, not James E. Harris. Not as good as Free Piece Suite, but I bought this album on hearing Grassman, which is the last track. Oofed. Very rarely is the best track on the album the last track. Disagree. But it certainly is the case. It's quite epic, I'd say, if you can have quite epic. The rest are an easy hum-along to poppy fun songs you'd expect from Dodgy. He kind of nails it right, because that's how I feel. Okay. The rest of those, like, hum-along songs. Good songs. Some good songs. Yeah, yeah. But that is it. Like, it's a... It's, it's you know, it's, Yeah, pinnacle. it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, pop Hill, when positive flower power vibes meet guitar pop energy, the result is homegrown, Dodgy's best smile-inducing crop of songs ever. Oh, Brilliant. All music, working from the same basic formula that made their debut a winner, Dodgy perfected their approach with their second album, Homegrown. The trio's hooks and melodies are sharper, making songs like Staying Out for the Summer, Melodies Haunt You, and So Let Me Go Far, and making the most of uh, indecable slices of punk pop. I don't know about punk. There are still a few stray moments where the band gets on by sound, not songs, but Homegrown is overall a tight, invigorating record. Laurent Damas, this is not an album, this is a hymn to pop music. Nothing to waste, every track is a pearl. This album has to be beside, ready for it? This album has to be beside Revolver or Sgt. Pepper. Shut up. One of the best albums of the 90s. Idiot. Oh, harsh, harsh. You, you can't be putting that up with Revolver. He did. And All that's right. why he's ridiculous. Okay, cool. So, what did we think about the time? For me, this is one of my favourite albums of all time. I still loved Free Piece Suite. And I, the, the best of Dodgy is oh, that's, yeah. amazing. Because you get everything. Amazing. It's, it's, I had it on the other day. It's brilliant. They've got two collections. They've got the collection in 2004, or you've got Ace A's and Killer B's in 1998. Both are, are just tremendous. What do you think you gave it as a rating? This is an interesting one. <laughs> I think I probably gave it a seven. 
You did? Yeah. Okay. I feel it's still a seven. What do you think I gave it? An eight. Bang on. Oh, oh look at this. Look at this. Oh, off chops, but you're still getting right. Yeah, All right. off. This have is you... definitely a seven. Okay. Have you ever seen Dodgy Live? No. Never. Have I? No. Never seen them? Okay. No, I haven't. I've seen them a few times, but probably the most... The one that stands out to me, and probably not for the right reasons, is when I went back to Scotland, as you know, for a, for a year, right? Yep. And I saw them in 2000, and I saw them at the Edinburgh venue. Oh, yeah, so where was my invite? Because I lived in Edinburgh then. I don't know. No worries. Brilliant. I probably did, to be fair. Sure. Sure. The ticket was £5. I still remember how much it cost. Even I could have afforded that then. £5. Um, you know when you've been waiting to see a band for a little while... And then I, because I'd been out of the country, I didn't know that Dodgy weren't the Dodgy and they'd gone through this reshuffle. Oh. It, it wasn't what I wanted to see. And it was, it was actually quite disappointing. Which is sad because yeah. I was really looking forward to see them and I think the venue didn't help as well. And Have you ever seen Grassman live? I don't think they played it. No. I mean, I watched today. The, this oh, week, this week, I've watched uh, um, some clips of them playing, and it sounds fantastic live as well. It'd be amazing live. Um, but yeah, it wasn't. It, uh, to be honest, I'm not even sure we got to the end. Um, I just, unfortunately, that is. So I would love for that memory to be washed out uh, totally and come to Australia, and then I can get to see Yay. Dodgy in Australia. Um, so they are the website dodgyology.com. Said that right. At Dodgy UK on Twitter. Are they touring? They're doing two tours. So one, they're touring right now and they're just doing a standard tour. And then in November, they're touring the Homegrown album. Okay. Um, the album on Amazon UK, £15. Whoa. That's heavy. How's it held its value? Um, Spotify, they're on Spotify. However, not real estate and stand up right in a cool place. Um I can't talk highly about this album. It's been so fun to cover. And thank you to Nigel for answering all the questions I sort of had. Are you ready for next week? Um, I'm really hoping it's good because, um, yeah, I'm getting worse. Great. Um, we're on a really good run. So uh, trust me on this Am one. Am I going to love this one? I think you really like this one. Oh. I think you like this one, okay? Can I guess? Oh, uh, actually, can I tell you? Can I tell you? Not this album. I think we'll agree on the band, but not the album. I think you, if I remember rightly, liked a different album from the one we're going to talk about. Interesting. The band starts with the word the. <laughs> the Blue Tones. No. All right, okay. Shall I just tell... But that's a good, good uh, suggestion. Number 30, because we're at number 30 now, the... Charlatans. Oh, I love the charlatans. Oh, no. I know it's going to happen because we had a full-on argument about what's better. We did. This is going to be telling stories, isn't it? It's telling stories. Yeah, nah. So we will get... Good album, sorry. Yes, good album. <laughs> but I have... Fav- I have bit- Oh, great. Well, I'm going to... Well, whatever. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about, so... So what? what is your biggest thing? What's the album? Between the 11th and 12th. Or potentially their first one. Yeah. Because they've got cracking tracks. And that's... Okay, we'll get into that. The Charlottes are a great band with lots of great albums. And I think I had ratings regret. That I, I can... I imagine I would have. Yeah. But I also think 
you the way that you rate them, then they wouldn't have stood a chance anyway because you wouldn't have known them. I knew this album. This is the That's album. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this so album this really brought me. Why. Not bad album. I'm actually great that we're talking about the Charlottes. <laughs> I don't want to be Debbie Downer. But um, I love the Charlottes. But I would, if you don't mind and you let me indulge, unless they're coming again, talk about other parts of Okay. Let's talk about it next week then. Thank okay? you. All right. So Charlottes at number 30 with Telling Stories. Uh, plugs at Britport Panther and email us BritportPanther at gmail. Ratings, you give it your pleasures, questions, feedback, all that sort of stuff. We are going to sign off with a very special minute and a half of Grassman. Amazing. You lucky, lucky people. Enjoy this. Thank you for listening this week. I hope you feel better, Les. Thanks. All right. See you Bye. later. Bye. Grassman, put me where you choose. I am the Grassman. I will 